Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 16 minutes away from 12 o'clock. Our next guest an absolute superstar in her playing days. Now find commentator works with Grant Elliott and probably fell off a chair when she heard the news that you're out of retirement, Grant, and you're off to the American Pride T20 League with the Atlanta Fire. I don't know. I think <laughs> would have, wouldn't have seen that as a surprise. <laughs> well, that you're a mercenary. Uh, Jewel <laughs> International, of course, went to World Cups, cricket and football. Phenomenal. A phenomenal uh, um, sporting career, of course. Started off, play, I think, playing for the Football Ferns in 94, 96, and had a long period focusing in on cricket before coming back to the footballing ranks in 2012. Went to the 2015 World Cup when New Zealand went oh so close to making it to the uh, second round, losing just one game, drawing two. It can only be Rebecca Rolls. Rebecca, welcome back to the show. Hope you're doing well. Hello, Rebecca. Morning, Akorua. Yes, I'm doing well. Good to hear you both. Yeah, the mercenaries going to play more cricket. What a stunning development, <laughs> hey? hey, once a cricketer, always a cricketer, I say. It's a kind of game, isn't it? Oh. You can just keep on tugging away. Thanks, Rosie. It's not really. My back's hurting just as soon as um, that, that text message came through from the agent saying you've been picked in an auction, and then suddenly you start feeling all these niggles again. Oh, brilliant. Hey, we're here to talk some football. How much are you loving the ride of uh, the tournament overall? Oh, it's just so much more than expected. I mean, you know, every every World Cup brings something different. This one is, is huge. It's the first one you've had 32 teams instead of 16. So, you know, twice as many countries, but uh, t- to me, twice as much drama. And it's a bit of a, a roller coaster ride for all the pools, really. There's, there's certainly no uh, guarantees. Rebecca, I, I took my kids to a football ferns game um, against Philippines, actually. And uh, one of the things I said to them is I said, You'll never get the opportunity again in your lifetime, I felt, to watch the FIFA Women's World Cup in New Zealand because, you know, as you said, 32 teams um, and, you know, every four years, I sort of worked that out. If they live to 80, that's 16 World Cups and, uh, you know, there's 32 teams. So do you think that this is the only chance we've got of seeing uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup in New Zealand? Yeah, look, for a while, I think yeah, uh, your boys will have to do some travel uh, to, to see it again, and, and they do try and sort yeah. of work it around the federations around the globe. But, I mean, su- such an occasion. I mean, yeah, we're co-hosting it, but it doesn't feel like it. I mean, we've got 16 teams here, which is <laughs> which is yeah. the size of the previous yeah. World Cups. And, you know, we've got some absolute star teams, you know, USA, uh, Norway, some of the best in the world. So, look, I mean, it's one of those things that hopefully, and, and I can't see how it won't now, the legacy will live on and, and you know, uh, hopefully many more than just your two boys uh, will be uh, inspired by what they see on the field. I actually thought that prior to the tournament, Grant, I'm changing my tune, mainly how successful it has been through the turnstiles. 
that we might uh, see it again. Yeah, and you know, I know Qatar and Saudi Arabia are trying to buy men's football. They're not going to buy women's football for obvious reasons, are they? Um, yes, that's political, listeners. Um, the two, two, the New Zealand ride too. Boy, oh boy, we, we've we've had a flood of emotions in those two games, Rebecca. What was it like for you? Experience the joy of beating Norway, as you rightly point out. They were just littered with world world class talent, and then New Zealand coming crashing back to earth, as only football seemingly can do to you, where you dominate a game for ninety minutes, but yet somehow you lose. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the Philippines coach uh, Alan Stadrick summed it up best. He said, well, if it was a boxing bout, New Zealand would have won because they did enough to win the game. They certainly created enough chances, some heartbreaking moments denied by, you know, the the excellent bone structure of Hannah Wilkinson's face that poked through that offside plane, um, which, you know, wouldn't have happened in previous World Cup. So, yeah, Yeah. it's football for you though, right? Yeah, indeed. And you you played alongside so many of our our current side at that 2015 tournament. Um, You know, the likes of Rhea Percival was there, Ali Riley, of course, Betsy Hassett, I think Katie Bowen was at that one, Annalie Longo, of course, CJ Bott was just a youngster, Hannah Wilkinson there, Daisy Cleverly, I think, was a, you know, fresh-faced teenager, although she hasn't seen game time here, you know, to go so close in 2015, the heartbreak, you know, um, know, two draws, one loss, there was virtually nothing in it, can that help? with trying to overcome the the big stage tomorrow night and the pressure that comes with it? Oh, absolutely. I, think. I mean, you, you summed it up in the entry. Uh, it was such a heartbreaking tournament. Play, we played the Netherlands first up and just about got in, in France. And, and then, you know, you go back to Canada and, and there was one penalty we missed against Canada and then this bizarre the weirdest game I've ever been involved in against China where there was a, a really odd handball decision against Betsy and then some weird kind of time-stalling tactics, some Chinese man doing a roly-poly literally on the field, so the referee had to stop the game. Like, all this ridiculous what? stuff, what? and you're sitting there going, yeah, this happened. <laughs> and, by the way, the whole tournament was played on AstroTurf, so, you know, <laughs> it's bizarre. So, so in answer to your question, absolutely. All those girls you mentioned, you know, they're such stars. They've been around for a while. Um, some of them are just coming to fruition now. You touched on CJ Bott, who I think is um, you know, one of our best players and, and has, has been pretty good so far this tour. And then alongside Jackie Hands of the world, who, you know, she's been in and around the, uh, the youth setup for a while and just seems to be going from strength to strength. So I do think those previous experiences can, you know, you have to bank them, you know, and, and, and World Cups are tournament football and tournament sport is all about those little moments and, and particularly football yeah. you know when you you can only win by one goal it's one moment it's one you know Jackie hands hitting the post the other night and it trickling back to the goalie any other day that comes straight back to her to tap home so yes. um, and, and the, the girls just have to kind of keep remembering that I think they you know they're in a good space I think Yik has done an amazing job with them considering the challenges she's had and and look I think they're poised and and they'll give everything they, they will not leave anything out on the park they are placed really well. I think they played two magnificent games. When you look at the stats, Rebecca, around that Philippines game where you know we had 16 shots at goal and Philippines just had four. Uh, possession was 68% in New Zealand's favour. Um, so, you know, looking at those numbers just in isolation, they've played two really good games. They should be confident. But do you think the crowd plays a negative or positive um, you know, play for them uh, going into this game, which is, uh, you know, uh, a crucial game in the pool because the expectations can weigh heavy in a home World Cup. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny because before the first game, I was actually a little bit worried for some of the girls, you know, knowing, having played mm. with them, knowing their personalities and thinking, 
man, this is the first time, you know, because we, we hardly ever played at home, and if we did, you know, it wasn't that big a crowd. Um, but, you know, the, mm. the fanfare and everything that goes with the opening. But from the first whistle, they just came out and owned it, and I think that's a really good sign. And, and yeah, they were disappointed in Wellington. The crowd were behind them there, but they, they still would have felt the positives out of that from the crowd, and I think coming back to Auckland to, mm. uh, Sunday night, I think it's, it can only be positive. I think you know, if you hear of them on social media afterwards, it just lifted them so much. So, so they'll, be, they'll, they'll feel like they've got a 12th player with them. Switzerland are a really good side, um, no doubt about that. New Zealand, to, to, to borrow you know, a very modern term you often hear in football, New Zealand are going to suffer at, at some stage. And if they go behind, as they did at Wellington, the more and more I've watched the tape of the second game, the more I'm a little bit... I, I felt as if they, well, not panicked, but sort of rushed things, if you know what I mean, Rebecca. Um, they, they started launching balls from very, very deep, 30, 40 yards out, rather than trying to you know, pick a, a path towards the byline and maybe getting more dangerous balls. And is that a fair sort of assessment that, that if they do find themselves facing a little bit of adversity, sort, sort of try and calm, show a little bit more patience? Absolutely. I mean, if, if you do look at those tapes, and I think I'd agree with you there, where they looked the most dangerous and where they created all the chances were sort of some of those diags coming in from CJ and Ellie on the, on the flanks, sort of a little bit higher up. And then that, yeah. you know, not sort of, yeah, and then bouncing the ball around in triangles. You know, I think Jackie Hand's shot was a, a first-timer, you know, not taking too many touches. So that's when they're going to hurt teams. And, and Switzerland's going to be no, no different. They've got a good keeper who played, I thought, really well against Norway. I thought she probably kept them in the game. But Ramona Buckman is a world-class player. They've got Alicia Lennon and Anna Maria Kunigozovic, who's, I think, their, their most capped player. So, but you know what? The, the Ferns have got some rock stars as well. And, and I think you're right. They, they just have to look at, and, and Yitka's an excellent tactician, so I'm sure this is where she'll be focusing, is look at those, when they did create those chances, and, and if you look back to the goal uh, against Norway, four touches, Katie Bowen, uh, then to India Page, then to Jackie Hand, and then Wilkie. That, that was it. I think it happened in about 11 seconds. So I think keeping it simple, but really catching the other team sort of unaware and backtracking is where I think they, they can be the most dangerous. What is it about, um, you know, scoring? Because I know leading up to this World Cup and... Uh, Everyone was talking about, you oh, know, the football ferns and child, how, <laughs> how few opportunities they've had and scored goals. How are they going to score in this World Cup? Is it a confidence thing or is it a strategy thing? I mean, I'm, I'm not a football expert, and I, I think that they look like a confident team. Got a lot of shots and goals in the last game. Is that something that's, that's just around a lot of confidence? Yeah, absolutely, and I think that applies across. When I've watched, um, and Norway be the other one, not that I'm picking on them, but I think you know they probably haven't had the results they wanted. But it, it is, it is that confidence, and, and maybe that extra touch I was talking about before, instead of just banging it home. I mean, the great thing about a soccer goal, and I know this because I used to yeah. have to stand in them and try and keep them all out, <laughs> is that it never moves. You know, you know where it is. You know the dimensions of it. You know where you are in your pitch geography. So I think that when, when a player is confident. They, they don't even look up. They just they know where it is and they shoot and they, they just worry about the contact on the ball, you know, keeping it down and that sort of thing. And when you look at some of the goals that have been scored, uh, that's what I see in those players. So, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. confidence thing. You've also got to, you know, as I think Michael Jordan said, you always miss the ones you don't take as well. So um, you've, you've got to keep those, you know, those stats high. Spain had an enormous amount of shots against Costa Rica and still only got three. So you've got to give yourself every chance by just, you know, keep peppering. Uh, Rosie, it's great having you on the show and, just before we wrap this up, I want to ask you one question. You've got 30 seconds. As a goalkeeper, how frustrating <laughs> is it just sitting there and watching the team miss the goals and miss these scoring <laughs> opportunities? It must frustrate you. 
Oh yeah, it does. I would, I would be lying if I said no. And that, look, that may come out at training as well when you you know you're you're the goalie <laughs> for them, and and you're like just shoot, you know, just shoot. Why, why you <laughs> just to shoot, you know. Yeah, just get it in. Not so, as bad as a so lazy low, low. midfielder not tracking a runner inside the area, and then and then you're up, you know one on one and goal. Uh, Rosie, thanks yeah. so much for educating Grant in a second round ball code. Thank you. That's fantastic, <laughs> fantastic My of pleasure. you to join us. Enjoy the ride tomorrow night. Thanks so much. You too. See you later. Cheers, Rosie. Rebecca Rose, uh, absolute legend, New Zealand sport, former uh, international cricketer and footballer too went to the uh, 2015 World Cup and, and knows these players well. And I just, New Zealand nicknamed her. I just put a Y on the end. Rosie. Rosie! <laughs> She's great. What an athlete. What an athlete. And that was a uh, really good insight too. Uh, we are five minutes, four minutes away from 12 o'clock. Off to a break we go.